All right. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on another Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Rapol. Uh, so today, um, I think my son is going to come in here and talk to me. Uh, he said that he would. Um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Gabe just texted me, Kyle. So um, let me. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Uh, handling technical things. Yeah, so. Um, On phone. There we go. All right, so uh, I don't know if my audio is working yet. Hello, there we are. I hit a button that kicked me off. So uh, I think we're live, I think we're on. I think we've gone through all the problems that we can go through. And now my wonderful guest for the day is my beautiful oldest son, Jaden Rapol, also known as JTL Jado. He's a he's an artist, different in the way that uh, us tattoo folks are, but um, he is a music and recording artist, and uh, he and I talk about our feelings all the time together. We do. We do. So yeah, I figured it would be kind of cool to bring him in. Um, share a different perspective from a different human in a different field, uh, a younger human. I mean, I'm an old man. Uh, there's possibly some young humans in here, possibly some older humans, but yeah. So <clears throat> Jaden, let's talk. Let's talk. What is it you do? What do I do? Yeah. Um, I live, breathe and eat like everybody else but I do music and overthink my artistry <laughs> just like every other artist does. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So like when it comes to creating your art, what's like one of the biggest things uh, that stands in your way? Myself, of course, but like in a more in-depth answer, like mostly just me just overthinking like things and like fucking overthinking just my artistry and just like letting myself flow because like most of the time when i do my best is when i just anything that comes to mind i just let it go when i like you know nitpick and like restart over and over again that's when like i'm at my worst so like when i let things just kind of happen like i listen to something i catch a vibe off it and i lay it down usually that's the best like that's like the most organic you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's yeah. like the best music no, I totally dig that, man, because it's similar with tattooing. I remember one time um, I had a client who wanted a cake pop tattoo uh, with a bite taker. I don't even know if she wanted a bite taker. I think she wanted a bite taker now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she wanted a cake pop tattoo. Mm -hmm. And um, the dude that owned the shop that I was at at the time, he was like, dude, it's just a fucking line with a circle. Just draw it, man. <laughs> and, like, I was overcomplicating it. And, like, the one thing that kept popping out in my head kept saying, like, horror-themed, horror-themed. I don't fucking do horror-themed tattoos. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what is going on here? So then I asked her, I was like, how would you feel about like a monster cake pop being chased, like chasing a cute little birthday cake cake pop mm -hmm. through a field of like cornfield, but cake pops? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> And like the, the stupidest idea I thought was what we ended up tattooing on her. She loved it. It was sick. It was killer. Uh, so yeah, it's weird how you stand in your own way on that. You gotta let yourself be different. Cause like sometimes people get stuck in that box or they think they need to sound or 
create a certain way like when you tattoo like i'm sure you're like oh like i gotta keep on like my brand like you know my cartoon my this right, my that right. like sometimes like on a day you just gotta like you know sometimes i'll just fucking i'll conscious rap and i'll sing like you know right. what i'm saying instead of like you know keeping myself in this box where i think i need to be at well the funny thing is too like i made it on brand mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah it, it, turned, out, it turned out to look the mm-hmm. way i did it yeah. but i was afraid to to deviate well yeah you yeah. have your art now like i have my voice now so like you can always tell when you do a tattoo you can always tell when i make a song right. it's just about like you know letting yourself get out of that comfort and like you know really just let your mind take over instead of like i guess maybe your heart would take over in some aspects yeah like your, you know what I'm saying? your intuition your heart yeah. whatever but like you just gotta let your brain go wild sometimes and just let it go yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Just like, fuck it. for real man no absolutely it's it's wild you gotta let your brain go wild yeah because like you know you got morals and all this stuff and you got feelings in here but like sometimes people take for granted their brain is so like you know such a bigger part of it it yeah. can be such a bigger part of it and there's so many <laughs> limits too that aren't there mm-hmm. but we create them in our head mm-hmm. you know um, yeah. Uh, Matt Clemmer from Tattoo Guardians podcast. Mm-hmm. He says we're meaning making machines, like, yeah. and like I've and since he's introduced me to that thought process, I've seen that thought process pop up in like other like self help and personal development books and like business classes and business books, mm-hmm. and like we have no reason to allow these meanings to take over, but we do. Oh yeah, Definitely. you know, like dude, just earlier today, you saw me. I was fucking crying. Because I'm like so fed up with being stuck in my limiting beliefs and having a fucked up relationship with money Mm -hmm. and like living in the lack mindset. Mm -hmm. When really, if I fucking sit there and I look at, if I looked at myself as I was another person and not me, you think you're pretty cool. Right? Same with you. We were talking about this shit last night. Oh, yeah. I was talking about it to Jacob today. I was like, bro, like, I've been looking at it so different. Like, because I hate, like, talking about shit, like, on myself, like, highly. Because sometimes I feel like I'm, like, you know, bragging or something. Or, like, but that's the thing. Like, I was, like, you know, three years ago, like, when I started, I was, like, you know, making songs on SoundCloud and, like, you know, just not really knowing where, like, my direction was and feeling like I was at the bottom of the bottom because it was. But, like... I still feel like I'm at that same bottom, like I haven't moved. But then if you look where I'm at now, I have three shows in three days. And, you know, this like, weekend, and, yeah, this weekend, like all in a row. And like, I am flying people in that are artists to come and make music with me and come and perform with me. And like, you know, I have like a, a group of people that like will just make me like, you know, beats on on cue, like, you know, right away. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I, if you would have told me that, like, I would have been like, damn, when's that going to happen, you know, like, uh, can it happen now, like, you know, so, like, it's really just, you got to look at it in a different perspective, because, like, sometimes the bragging, like, you need that, like, not even the bragging, but, like, the feeling, the gassing up, the gassing up, yeah, you need gas to get the car going, man, so, like, I was gassing myself up today, and I felt a lot better about shit, you know what I'm saying, yeah, dude, it was wild, because I was on a coaching call where one of my coaches was coaching, uh, group coaching similar to what I'm doing, um, and like, man, he says something and I just started fucking crying because I realized I was so deeply ingrained in the lack mindset still. And I was like, oh, and like in that phone call, in that meeting, I had one of the other dudes in the meeting be like, he, he's texted me. He's like, Hey, uh, send me the payment link. I want to join your class. Like as I'm fucking like, Losing my shit all over myself and feeling like I'm not good enough. Yeah, somebody else that just wanted to come in and join. And just be like, yo, I see you. Yeah. Like, so that's the thing, seeing yourself from that different perspective. Like one of the artists, actually both of the artists that were here visiting, they're both in my class. And like, they both have a hard time seeing themselves the way that I see them and others can see them. Where I was doing a tattoo the other day, one of my homies brought in his 20-year-old daughter. And like, who's was done with the tattoo. And uh, man, I just went on one of my little things, you know, when the, when the universe like starts speaking through me. Yeah. And I was just, you know, just letting her know, cause I had made some mention of like, probably not loving yourself enough. I'm like, 
that was it. Like I knew I needed to speak deeper on that. And I started speaking and then she started fucking crying. Yeah. And then like, it's, it wasn't running out. I still had more to say. And I look over at my homie, her dad starts crying. Like he got a great picture of me and her fucking hugging in that moment. And I look like I'm crying. Like, so like, it's just wild how like, you don't even know how speaking to someone by letting them know, you know, like, you're in the right spot. Yeah. You're perfect just as you are, you know? Yeah. You deserve love. Look at yourself from an outside perspective. Yeah. And when that comes and like, when you feel that, that's like overwhelming and cool, yeah. but scary. Yeah. You know? No, it is scary. Yeah. No, that's weird. I mean, when you started talking to me the other day. On at the, the gym. gym. Yeah, on the, on the <laughs> Uh, elliptical like, elliptical there yeah. you go elliptical and the elliptical like i didn't i wasn't even like really sad particularly or like anything but you just started speaking what i needed to hear and all of a sudden just like just started crying bro i thought and, you were laughing at first well i was laughing that's the thing i was <laughs> laughing because like it was like you know when you like when you like cry like because you realize something and i was laughing because like it's true as fuck mm-hmm. and then it was just hitting me like why am I like this? Like, why is it like, you know, like I was laughing, like, why the fuck am I like this? But like, at the same time, I'm like sad because I'm like, damn, like, this is so true. I needed this. Like, you know, like it's so, uh, I catch myself crying like that, honestly, a lot more, but like, uh, like a realization cry, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a epiphany type cry, like instead of just like crying to be sad, but like there's both, but like, well, yeah, you know, definitely more of that lately than anything. Like I was sad when I was in the tears today, but at the same time, you know, Donna did a really great job of like reframing the other side of it mm-hmm. and being like, yeah, well, that's going to fade. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's not going to be this way forever, dude. So, you know, putting in so much work towards a goal, especially a goal that's ethereal, like, you know, physical fitness is, is hard to see the results. Right. Yeah. But you see them because they're physical, yeah. but the mental wellness the way you see those results is by having people tell you who you used to be mm-hmm. reading your old journals. If you even journal, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, looking at yourself looking on old pictures, old you, pictures know you know, like, dude, so many times I feel, I feel like, dude, when you told me your homie went and bought season five to watch me on ink master, mm-hmm. I immediately was like, fuck, he's going to see what an asshole I was. And then really who gives a shit, man? Like, because when he meets me now in real life, he's going to be like, damn, Jaden's dad's pretty lit. Yeah. You know, this dude, you, like, I seen who he was on the TV, and that was a lot different. It's crazy, because, like, even then, you know, I mean, you realize, but, like, you may not realize right now, but people loved you then. So it's like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's like true. how many people came over? It's like, I saw you on Link Faster, and they were, like, dumbfounded, and they loved it. Like, they loved you as a person. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of crazy. Like, even when you think, like, oh, man, I was my worst self, then, like, people don't even know that <laughs> you know what I'm yeah saying? they all like, thought i was cool yeah. the ones that did you know? yeah and like yeah. nobody really like you know some celebrities may feel like they're not their best selves like you know what i'm saying but like people love them so it's like everybody has that chance to grow and like you know it's it's the same shit with like i can compare it to music like sometimes i'll be thinking like oh like this is kind of eh. like you know what i'm saying or, like this isn't up to my standard but just because it's not up to your standard or my standard doesn't mean that other people's standards are like they don't even have a standard for that like they're just happy to see you they're yeah. happy like that you are who yeah. you are they're happy with the music the way it is like they love that like shit and it's like it's some shit that you really gotta like take into account like stop putting it to this high standard when people just love it and unreasonable it standard an unreasonable yeah, standard because too, high yeah. standards are cool that's how you become a high performer. Yeah. Unreasonable standards is when you start to hate yourself, go into deep depressions, mm-hmm. get suicidal, yeah. because like you you realize you'll never be able to realize these standard levels, which is weird why we do that. I'll never ourselves. I'll never touch my standards. <laughs> like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like right. no matter how great I am, I'll never touch my standards. No matter how great my music is, I'll never be completely hundred percent happy with it. But that's the reality of yep. it and that's where like once you accept that i feel like it's like okay let me just let my shit be what it is and just let it go out and let people receive it how it is you know what i'm saying yeah. like, it's weird like i get super overwhelmed with music stuff like with like what my stuff is going to drop like the ep like i was overthinking that the yeah. first thing was like more than one song attached to it so like at one time so i was like wow. so like yeah so yeah, like, i didn't even realize I was, like you know 
does it mesh? Does it like, you right. know, was these the best three that I could have? And like, I just that thing's a it. fucking banger. Dude. Yeah, that everybody, on bang. everybody loved it. There was a little bit of everything on it. So it's like, I did, I knew what I was doing when I was doing it. But when I finished it, I was waiting for it. I was like, I know what I was doing. But I was like, yeah, I knew what I was doing, bro. Like, it's so easy to do that to yourself. It's so weird. I don't, and it's almost like we do it for sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to have something to think about extra. Have something yeah. to worry about. I yeah. feel like I always just need something to worry about. <laughs> Bro, and that, that's, that's, that's big. Yeah, like, I know? feel like I could never let my brain just be 100% chill. <laughs> and that, that's weird because the older I get, the more I realize I need that. Yeah. Like, I need to not be that stressed out like dude i've been in so many situations in the past few years you know from traveling non-stop to uh, like i had the freedom to travel all around the country um in a way that people only dream of right yeah. like dude me and donna would drive around in our fucking car living out of our car and people were like i wish i could do that i'm like bitch i'm homeless <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even have your address for your mail. No, I dude, I, I had like four addresses depending on like like where I was and like how I wanted to present, like to whom I was giving an address to. You know, like dude, yeah. my the Alicia fucking she she let me use her shop as an address for a while, and she was like managing my fucking shit. She'd send me pictures of mail that she thought was important. Like, dude, it's it's wild as fuck. Uh, and people are telling me, oh, I want to do this. Yeah. And, you know, Donna's like, fucking do it. Yeah. And then, you know, we moved into the RV and then it felt a little less uh, weird. weird. But still, it was like, people are like, oh, I want to do that. And I'm like, really? I was just crying on the side of the road because I was afraid I was, my car was going to fall off the back. You know, like that was my old home last week, and now I'm afraid it's gonna fall off the back. People racing around, right? Two seconds in your RV, bro. And then I'm like, oh, if my car falls off the fucking trailer, then that means I didn't put it on the trailer right, so then insurance won't cover it. Fuck, what am I gonna do? So like, I'm, dude, I don't even know if that's the truth, but like, I panicked myself so much. So as I'm like going around living the free life. I'm also like not able to come out of that. Then I break my leg off. I go in the hospital. Now I can't do anything forever. Yeah, now you're in this you know, confined space like right. RV with your leg too. Well, I was at the hospital thing. for a while, oh, then yeah. the RV, then, then Donna's doing everything in the RV because I can't really do shit. Yeah. Like, so then, you know, we go from that. I don't know why I'm so yawning today. Then, <laughs> then we go from that to moving to Florida, um, COVID pandemic time. Yeah. So now it's like, now I'm confined to a house, but not a bed. Yeah. Uh, so then I was like, oh, fuck, this is weird. Then, you know, during COVID, we opened the shop. Uh, well, we got the shop ready to open it as soon as we were allowed to legally. Um, you know, and it was just like all of these different times that I've felt like, and then, you know, we have the baby. Then I took like six months of fucking, you know, paternity leave between the pregnancy and him being born. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I've had these different experiences of like working too much, not working enough, uh, doing too much, having too much on my plate, not having enough on my plate. And it made me realize I need to find comfort in just being like yesterday when we're sitting on the couch, like I woke up and I was like, I'm gonna paint the baby's room. And wouldn't you know, he fucking stuck to me like glue all day long. Like he, he didn't want me to leave him alone. And Donna kept saying shit like, you're supposed to be sitting still. Like he wants you to stay here. And you know, it's just so crazy how when you get the free time, you don't know what to do with it. But when you don't have the free time, all you want is the free time. No, it makes sense. I've been doing that, like, especially with music and stuff lately, bro. Like, some days all I like, after will come in, like, from laying down. Sometimes I'm like, I gotta work on music. And then sometimes I'm like, bro, I'm tired. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of, like, keeping myself up all night trying to work on music and stuff, like, I ha- I know I'm gonna have time to, like, sometimes I'm like, honestly, like, what's work was better? Like, getting a good night's sleep, you know, and then working on it when I have, like, real time. And, like, you're forcing yeah. it when I'm not, like, when I'm not feeling it completely. So it's like, it's, you're never gonna be able to, like, 
get that perfect time never for perfect. anything. Like, never nothing perfect. is ever like, oh, this was the perfect, like, you know, I've needed this. Like, no, nah, like, you'll need this time, and then you'll do something else. Well, <laughs> remember the song that me and you were going to make when you were living in Indiana? Yeah. We sat down. We had, like, two hours before I was having to get in the car and leave. You murdered your part. I hated my part. Yeah. And I, I haven't recorded with you since. And that's been like two years, a little over two years. You got to change that. I got to change that. Well, well we're it's also different now. I didn't know what to do then. Well, too. we're also trying to find my voice in the music thing because I don't want to be a, a musician the way you do. It's funny. But I am an artist. You're 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 an artist already because you're so concerned with how you're trying to sound. Right, right. Because like every artist, that's like the thing. Like, yeah, I want to sound like this, but I want to sound like yeah. this. Like, and you're and you like shit on me, like, but like that's the thing. Like, it's such a wide thing. Like everybody does, it, especially with recording music. You like it's so weird because like the voice is such a different thing. Like people like. I remember when I started, I hated how I sounded. I thought I sounded stupid. <laughs> everybody said I sounded great. So it's like, yeah. and everybody, when they start first start, the big thing of like why they struggle or when they quit is because their voice, that they can't figure it out. Like they can't get it right. <laughs> it's like, man, like, you know, just let it go. Let it free. Dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's really wild, man. It's funny that you say it like that too. Cause like, that's how hard to start with visual art. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, visual. you hate the way your art looks, you fucking looking for your style. You know, I remember being jealous of my former artist that I was at times when I was trying to develop my style even more. Yeah. Weird stuff. Yeah. So, Chad, Tally, I see you in here. So, uh, uh, can you hear me? Can I hear you? You can probably hear me. I'm driving right now. I can hear you. So, this is, if you've ever watched any Rad Movement videos, the Chad, uh, <laughs> who has helped me curate a number of things, and I've um, been my co-host a number of times. What's up, fam? How you doing? I'm doing. Dropping stuff off, running errands, going to the bank, all that crap. Adulting. Yeah, I hate adulting. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll tell you what, adulting can be really cool and uh, powerful when you're not stressed, but when you allow the stress to take you over, that's when I hate the adulting. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes there's something nice about it, though. Right. You just treat it as like a, you know, not like a chore. Yeah, it's an accomplishment. Yeah, it's like yeah, a game. It's like a score. Uh, yeah, yeah. How many things can you get done? Yeah. yeah. So, so, sir, the Chad... The show is called Let's Talk About Feelings. What kind of feelings <laughs> you can talk about today? I don't know. I, I don't really have any right now. Nothing I need to talk through. I'm, I'm good for right now. So you just popped in to see how we're doing? Popped in say to say hi. All right. All see right. what's going on. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say a lot, but not a little. Um. I mean, a lot and a little at the same time. It's like we've had six or more guest artists uh, come through in the past few weeks. Uh, I've been launching my coaching program, which has had me <laughs> locked in this room uh, doing enrollment calls. And I've been buried in my phone uh, with all the marketing content and responding to everyone and being a one man show, which is new for me uh again because i didn't realize how accustomed to having people do things for me in business that i've gotten with the tattoo shop yeah. and with donna yeah. <laughs> so it's been really weird figuring out like the structure of how to run this new business yeah. um i mean you've been around for all of it mm -hmm. you've seen me come out of the room and be like yay you see me come out of the room and be like, man, I'm a bomb. <laughs> uh, and the whole thing is, it's really cool to step into something new that you don't know. Because it's, it's so now the coaching thing is different for me than art. Because I know that the art of coaching, I have. I have that shit on lock. I know it well. I've been doing it for so many years that 
like for free or with, with yeah, yeah with clients with friends you're just talking like, with you yeah it's just been there so i've been doing that for so long and what i didn't realize was like the legwork on the other side of it you know like creating the infrastructure and the business structure and then you know starting a square account and then them holding up my funds because i changed my square account from my old stuff and they wondered why all of a sudden I'm generating income through it. And it's been, you know, and the people that want to work with you, but can't, or like the people that want to work with you, uh, but don't, or the people that don't see the value in working with you. So it's like, uh, it's been, it's been really interesting. But the, <laughs> the thing about the coaching um, is when you start to step into something like this, you start to illuminate. Yeah. The things that aren't really going right or the things that you want to heal and you want to fix mm -hmm. which i feel like happens with everyone as they start something right like you start your music career and now it illuminates all of your imposter syndrome around music mm -hmm. and then now you start marketing it and it illuminates all of your fears around marketing and then you know you, you release music and you're like well what if nobody listens yeah and, and then it's like then you see the listens and, and then you start making excuses well that's probably my dad and this person this person and this person which is not enough to it, right oh yeah god you know why, why can i never get the same amount of listens as i did the first song i released on soundcloud like you know like it's just so weird how we get stuck on these milestones but like people are listening mm -hmm. people are watching. watching people are paying attention uh, one of my favorite memes that gets shared around globally is a you're inspiring people that pretend not even to see you. Mm -hmm. So keep doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You know, and like, were we talking about haters the other day? Was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We was talking about how like your haters are great. Yeah. Like you got, you got some haters and I was dealing with haters. And like the thing about haters is that like when you have haters, that means you're doing something. Mm -hmm. And they're usually a, bigger percentage than what you even think of like your like supporters like they're right they're hating but they're supporting at the same time Bro. they're always listening they're always watching always watching always even if they even if you're blocked from their natural accounts they've got burner accounts that they follow you on like so weird shit. Yeah, yeah it's it's always so weird <clears throat> you can come in here we're doing the feelings show <clears throat> and so uh Feelings are something we all do very well in this house. I just let all the crazy animals in. Yeah, so if you hear a bunch of noises, it's a deaf Frenchie that winks a lot. Uh, my other Frenchie empanada, who who doesn't wink so much. Uh, and then our people Mavis. And depending on how much you know of me and Donna's journey, she used to be with us on the road. Uh, me and Jaden were talking about when we were on the road. God, she hates it. This angel. She hates it. This girl. <laughs> She's such a love bug, but hates being held. It's so weird. Um, speaking of love bugs, this guy loves being held. Oh, and he looks at his big brother and his mama so much love. So yeah, welcome to my family, y'all. for him, but what's that, Chad? I got a, I have a bunch of Halloween outfits for him. I gotta bring by. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, um, Donna was at Walgreens today talking to Megan, saying we should get together soon. So uh, we should definitely get together soon. And uh, I still need to try some of your your pepper salts and seasonings and things. Have you made another run yet? I still have a bucket of the, the salts and stuff. I gotta make more seasonings and more sauce. Oh yeah. I'm definitely down to try. So for those who don't know, Chad uh, has started a an artisanal spices company because he's probably one of the nuttiest people I know with spices. Uh, we did. I bought two of those Rocky One Chip challenges. You want to do another one this year? Absolutely not. <laughs> I will never do a Rocky One Chip challenge again. Talk about feelings. The feelings that my stomach and intestinal digestional track and asshole felt from that were not okay that was not okay stuff i don't know how you deal with that bro i think i did 
three times last year. I'm only doing it once this year. Oof. Yeah, well, I don't know how you how you just continue to do it. Uh, I it... like spicy stuff. What's that? But I like spicy stuff. Yeah, and you don't get the aftermath like I get, apparently. <laughs> I told you, you didn't follow my advice. You didn't buy the cooling wipes. Bro, I'm telling you, man, it ain't even about cooling wipes. My stomach was in so many knots. It was so difficult. Oh, I hated it. I will never do that again. I'm cool on that. I know I, I, know I was able to make it through that. I know I could lose a leg and make it through that. I don't need any more hot chips in my life. I'm good. <laughs> so for um for anyone that hasn't met him yet, this is my youngest son, Zen. Yeah, my buddy. And he's got the cutest little pajamas on right now. They're his little uh his little Halloween-y skeleton jams. I love his little pajamas. He always looks so cute in them. <laughs> um, I never realized how much fun having a baby was, even though I have one. Uh, I was so young when you were born. I didn't even like know how to appreciate the little things yet. Yeah. <laughs> and all I did was work. All I did was work. Uh, yeah, you did. Wow. <laughs> that was a different time, a whole different life. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you know, like when we bought the RV, the dude that we bought it from, like he started crying when he was driving us around because his wife um, has dementia. And he was like, Well, I told myself I would stop working so we could travel with the RV. And then she got dementia. And now I wish I hadn't worked so much. Fuck. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <sighs> So um, that that coupled with just like memes that you see, you know, nobody says on their deathbed they wish they had worked more. Yeah. Um, a lot of interviews that you talk to older people yeah. will say, "I wish I hadn't worked as much." Yeah. Uh, so I started to try and take that advice within the past year or two, yeah. and then especially when he came around, and then you know, you moved in shortly before he came around, so yeah. like. I didn't want to be at work all the time. Yeah. I wanted to be here with you guys yeah, exactly. uh, and Donna and the animals and just like, I don't know, man, like when you're alone and you're lonely, we talk about this all the time. You, you long for those people to be with you. Yeah. So why would you not be with them when you're... You can. Yeah. You have the time. No, I mean, shit, I've already had a taste of that. I mean, I was in Indiana and I was like doing my thing and everything and I was with the people that I was with and all that but like you know uh at the same time I was you know missing the people here and um I mean like you know Abuelo passed away while I was gone that was like a big like wake up like you know yeah. sort of, like I felt guilty about it and I felt like you know there was things that I <laughs> there was things that I um that's Jaden's cat lolly <laughs> I was missing out on and um so it's like, you know, it's it's really nice to be able to just spend the time and like, you know, I have it, why not spend it? Yeah, yeah it was it was weird because like, you know, you were doing your thing and then like while you were doing your thing, I was sad because I, I traveled and worked so much when you were younger that, you know, we, we, we've always had a strong relationship, but like I, I felt like I wanted, I wish I could have given it more then and now Don always jokes that I don't even want you to move out of the house. <laughs> um, probably, yeah. I'll probably just rather just buy a bigger house. Probably not wrong. Probably just, you know, buy a real big house and give you your own wing or something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> buy some property, put a couple houses on it, you know. Yeah, I mean, always make a super house. <laughs> right. Every time Jada's like, oh, me and so-and-so are going to move in together. You're like, well, they can move in here. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a house. Yeah, that's it. Just get a bigger house. That's all, man. That's all. We'll just we'll just keep hanging out together. So yeah, but like that's that's the thing, you know. I was listening to this book, uh, "Be Your Future Self Now," and um, he uh, he was talking about when he came home from work one day, he thought about himself as a 53 year old man and how like different coming home from work is going to feel when you're a 53 year old man and when your kids aren't there anymore and like. 
you know, instead of coming home and like being grumpy or needing time to, to, you know, decompress, you'll actually think about, well, that 53 year old me would just rather have those people here. And like he said, he instantly changed the way that he came into the house. He was super excited to see his three-year-old daughter and like to stay in that mindset of one day I'm not going to have this. So I may as well take this while I have this. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. It's hard to, it's hard to get to yeah. as well, uh, yeah. you know, cause like, that's not, that's not normally ingrained in us. You know, what's normally ingrained in us is the lack mindset. You know, uh, I don't have enough. Focus on what we don't have. Yeah, I don't have enough everything, so I've got to go and do more. And it's so weird that, and especially, you know, I put you in that mindset, I'm sure, a lot because I was always like, I don't have enough, I need more. I don't have enough, I need more. Everything was always a more, more, more. Yeah. And I'm trying to fall out of that or, you know, slip out of that and, you know, settle into something where i feel like there is more yeah and the more is here not there yeah um you know it's just it's wild yeah. me and donna got into it yesterday and that was really what kept showing up for me a lot mm -hmm. not enough not enough not enough yeah. um that's that's a demon i've been fighting for a while yeah. you know like even that that movie we just watched uh me time yeah. with kevin hart and mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <clears throat> A homie was given all this time to do his own thing and like what do you do when, when your focus is what your focus is and now you don't pay attention to that focus anymore like, it's uh it's hard to focus on what's important yeah um because what's important is usually a convoluted concept yeah it's not a cut and dry thing you know what i'm saying like there's so many things that like you know are important and just because of like you know what society says and feel so different about like what we need like people showing up on social media when they really don't have all like or they're not even happy with a lot of the stuff you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like it's just something that's like valued in the eye of you know the public and yeah. like, we you know that's the biggest thing is like people are trained to follow what other people do you know why do we follow people <laughs> you know what i'm saying right yeah <laughs> where does that come from like what's the point of that yeah. and it's it's weird too because like you know you're you're conditioned to you know go to work and work hard and all these things but the truth is we all know that family is the most important we we like work hard to create a family and then we have a very hard time being present for our family yeah and that's that's something that you as as you know one of the youths that's turning into you know america you know our american you know future yeah. i want you to, to to be the one that knows that your family is important while you're making it during the fact that you're making it you know like don't don't lose sight of that don't make work too much of a priority because as you've seen the money always shows up mama will you come take the pranker yeah, oh um, oh jd can't take them because lala can see. well you know the 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 family is more important and we don't you know family was important to us but family was us and we, we've always had a very unique family bond yeah um it was never just straight like family dad son type stuff it was, it was more than that it was like you know like i felt like we were just homies you know and that's how I, always how it was like and sometimes sometimes i was more of a homie than a dad when i could have been more of a dad than a homie um and that was that was you know a convoluted thing and i didn't know which way which, to look yeah. you know which way to act what which way to I go yeah. you know? what do i switch to right now right and like how do how do i parent you know like i remember when you were super young you never you know you, you never heard curse words so i thought you know and yeah. i would, I would make people give you a dollar if you curse if they curse around you and stuff and then i, I let that slide and because that was how I was supposed to be a good dad at the time. Yeah. And, you know, as time goes on, you realize being a good parent is more about just being present and loving and giving. And yeah, so it's interesting how, how it all works out. Like not everyone gets the opportunities to uh, learn how to work from home like I'm learning to. And, you know, creating multiple businesses that sustain themselves and, like, 
you know, it takes a while to figure that stuff out. Yeah. Uh, know that you're even allowed to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Income that just comes in different in different ways instead of just working. You know what I'm saying? Working like, 40 working hours 40 to make hours, your paycheck. You know? two jobs. You know what I'm saying? And like, I mean, at the end of the day, the biggest thing is that there's no... There's no rule book for parenting. There's no 100% right way. There's no, like, there's wrong ways. Yeah, and there's right ways, but like, there's no perfect way. It's yeah. literally just like intuition, like, you know, feeling and like, just like you said, being there and like doing what you can and like showing them as much experience and showing them as much like real life as you can because right. like you know like we talked about it school you know what i'm saying school doesn't show enough of real life yeah it's a very like you know whether it's, it's money whether it's yeah like whatever the case may be for why they do it it's not structured for you to be able to like if we didn't have like you know if they just threw us out after like you know or out of high school it's not built for us to just be able to survive after that because right. there's so many things i didn't know then i still don't know now right. you know what i'm saying right. but like right out of high school i was not ready to just live on my own go into the world you know yeah. yeah like if i didn't have parents like you know my dad and like everyone to be able to show me and like tell me things like i would be screwed you know what i'm saying i would have i would have went through a lot worse you know what i'm saying so it's like where is the lines and like how do you just be your best like you know peer parent teacher yeah. you know guardian whatever you know yeah man and like that's that's one of the reasons why we're looking into unschooling with, with zen you know rather than sending him some curriculum-based learning program like i said yesterday man i'm an i'm an entrepreneur i'm a father i'm a husband you know i'm, I'm living all these steps in life why wouldn't I want him to learn from us on how to live life? Yeah. You know, then go to this school that is teaching him things he's not even going to really need. Uh, you know, I mean, so I, it's, it's a really, it's a really interesting thing. And I never thought I'd get to this level of like, yeah, like tinfoil hat, you know, let's go, <laughs> let's go into the woods and live off grid type. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, while I do believe in, in the, the structure we have in the world, it's wonderful, right? It works. Um, there's a lot of mistakes. It works sometimes. What's that? You said it works sometimes. Right, exactly. Like there's a lot of work <laughs> gross and like very commerce driven when they should be heart driven, you know, and love driven. And that's that's why I find it necessary to come on here weekly and talk about feelings so we can like introduce, reintroduce, highlight. Uh, you know, put put you know a glow around the things that our communities don't typically teach us from your basic curriculum standpoints. Yeah. You know, in school, there's there's really not, not a way to learn how to deal with your feelings or even balance your chip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, you know now, and I feel there's there's a lot of cool things that they're bringing in. You know, they do dual enrollment, and like I went to to. Uh, DCT, which is like, like I would leave school halfway through the day and go follow my career. You know, I just feel like there should be more of real life experience based stuff. So that way we can learn about how to experience life. Yeah. Like the way you did it, we moved out of the house because the house we were living in got sold out from underneath us. Uh, Good people they didn't mean to, it just happened. Um, and it happened faster than we thought it was going to because uh, they were like, oh, houses don't sell in the winter. It was like the third person came and looked at the house, bought the house. So now we're like, fuck, what do we do? So like we had a decision to make as a family, uh, you know, do me and Donna go move on the road? Um, and she had just come into our lives, you know, and Jaden was either going to come and live on the road with us or he moved into his friend's house and like finished high school there and uh that was really weird and there was a lot a lot of stuff that came up for me about being a parent and am i making the right decision and so on and so forth those conversations will still be some of the most cherished conversations of that that week before we moved out of that house you know you and i would basically have a good strong hug and cry and talk about shit Mm -hmm. for at least an hour every day it seemed um and like that taught me like I didn't prepare you enough, but I prepared you more than most. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the independence that you had from me being a single dad who would party at night at home, you know, and you would wake up in the morning, get yourself ready for school, wake me up to drive you to school. I'd drive you to school and then I'd go back home and sleep until work. (laughs) It was so weird that like, that was our dynamic, but the way you let me realize, like, I gave you freedom, I gave you independence, and like, you learn how to take care of yourself to a degree. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, <clears throat> coming back to living here now, I'm just glad that you live with me again because I like being a father. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was pretty even though you're a grown up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> time. I mean, I turned, I was still 16. Or 17. Yeah, 17. You were 17. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, I was 17. Just like, turned 17. Yeah. So, like, that was weird, you know? And yeah. I was scared. But at the same time, like, all of that, like, built me, you know what I'm saying? And, like, was able to, like, really make me, like, have this idea of, like, I can do this. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, big change isn't always bad. And, like, you know, because that was a big change and it was scary. And, like, I didn't want, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we are, like, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, I would love to, like, you know, be on my own, yada, yada, I'd love that, but, like, at the same time, I was never, like, you know, a lot of people don't get that freedom, so then they hate their parents, or they resent their parents, and it's, like, I always had that freedom, so, like, you know, it was weird, yeah. and I didn't have that, like, that hatred toward it, or that, like, like, oh, I just need to get out of here, like, this place sucks, like, so, it was, like, it was weird, it was, like, I didn't want you to go, right, <laughs> but, like, right. But, like, it's just what needed to happen. I was in high school, wanted to finish it up. I didn't want to be on the road, you know. Right. And then I feel like we went through our weird stuff, you know, uh, for a little bit there. Because I was always afraid that you were not going to love me. Mm -hmm. You know, you were going to rebel against me the way teenagers do. Mm -hmm. And that rebellion was more of, like, an inability for us to see eye to eye on things in your life. Yeah. With your love life and your personal life and your music life. And I was like. It was just the weirdest way that we had our discord. Yeah. Um, I still always wanted to have love and always found a way back to love. Yeah, we always got back to it. It's just like, you know, we had times where we had to, like, you know, I had to learn my, on my own and you were trying to teach me and, like, tell me what to do. And I was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll do it myself. And, like, yeah, some shit is stupid, but, like, I had to learn, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It just it is what it is. And I mean, I'm glad I did because, like, you know, I didn't go too far to the point where, like, you know, hindered me or, like, you know. No, definitely not. Anything. It just, I had to, like, you know, I pushed a little harder. I went the hard route. You know, sometimes you got to take the harder route just to show yourself <laughs> you can do it or whatever the fuck out, you know. Like, yeah. You know, you think yeah. In, those, in those moments. <laughs> but, like, yeah. You know? I've taken the hard route a number of times, man. Definitely. And, like, it's it's weird it's like you, you take the hard route so much you feel like struggle is necessary yeah. well you know it, it is but it isn't yeah you know like uh when you allow life to be it's a lot less mellow a lot more mellow a lot less struggly but like but they do say there's beauty in the struggle you know what i'm saying there's, there really is like you know coming up from where you thought you were just not gonna be able to make it out, or like you were just like you were struggling so hard that you forgot we're like just living normal life, you know what I'm saying? And then like you get to the point where like you aren't struggling, and then like you have this whole new appreciation for that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a whole new appreciation for how you lived, how you got through it. It's like you know, you didn't think you would overcome this, and then like you see the progress you made, and it's just like wow. Well, dude, like like I say how the nights in Indiana where I would sit up at the tattoo shop by myself, drinking champagne, being sad, scrolling through Tinder, and, like, being even more sad because <laughs> Tinder is just such a gross, disgusting place. And, like, crying and, like, listening to music and almost tattooing my dick because I was so sad. And, like, all this stupid shit, right? Those were, like, some of my most fond memories of Indiana because it was, like, a really deep, weird struggle. And, like, it was uncomfortable and I didn't like it. And yeah. you remember the car situation, buying that shitty car that blew up on me on fucking Valentine's Day. Fucking <laughs> then, you know, having having Sheldon give me a car and then ended up buying a car from somebody and then, then had that went south and then fucking dude, it, like there was just so much. 
And, and here we are now. And then Donna came into your life. And ruined it. But Donna was Donna was like a, a missing link puzzle piece mm -hmm. uh, for me. And it's weird because like never once has she ever tried to be a mother figure to you. She's more just been a homie, but like does fill a very motherly role in this house. Yeah. Where you know, like she takes care of things and you know. <laughs> something I forget what it was the other day. But I was like, Jaden, like, are you sure? And he's like, Donna, I am an adult. I can do it myself. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, cause sometimes it's like, yeah, I'll be sad or like, you know, some things like, you know, like, oh, can you do it? Like, yeah, I know I can do it. It's a matter of if I, you know, if I want to do it like this, I want to do it a different way. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, like, so it's it's funny going back to like the memories of like you know the sad memories you had here but that were like some of your most favorite like yeah frankfurt bro <laughs> it's crazy frankfurt indiana pizza that pizza hut like just driving around some days i would just be crying most of the time some days it would be really great and i'll have a great time and like it was just the weirdest struggle like i was struggling like that was like you know that was when i like you know i was broken up with at the time so like i was kind of struggling like then and, lying like, yourself yeah telling us that you're not sad yeah and, like, <laughs> you know, I was, like but at the same time some of those memories like of just living and like you know being sad and just working like my ass off like some of those times are like some of my favorites you know what i'm saying it's weird yeah, it's it like weird, it's, it's so weird like sometimes i look back and i'm like that shit is so nostalgic. I wish I could feel it one more time. It's because you learned so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could feel the growth looking back at it. You're yeah. like, wow, that was literally growing pains. Yeah, that's what they feel like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was in probably the worst shape of my life. I was like, you know, like I was just sad. I was in the worst mental shape of my life. Like like but i had a lot at that one point i had a decent amount of money but it's just because i had nothing to spend and i was like so like you know i was so stuck at home that i didn't spend any money i was just at home so it's like it's so weird like definitely some interesting time yeah man definitely yeah, scrolling through tinder too oh having a fun time. dude I, I see you going through it now sometimes I'm yeah like, oh poor guy yeah, that sucks. and then we were at the arcade last night and i was like Maybe Jaden can meet some girls here. They they might be his age. Like <laughs> the girl behind the bar said it really nice. Right? Like, oh I bet they could be friends. <laughs> oh man. And it's weird because you have a similar heart to mine where you don't just want to run around fucking being a hoe. Like you want real valuable, meaningful relationships and that's a um, tough place to be when you're in a spot in your life where real valuable, meaningful relationships uh, aren't the easiest to find or maintain. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, you know, all that shit is like played out at this point. It seems like everybody around me that is like that I'm around, like, even like Slot, yeah. though, he was never the one to be like, I don't want to like, like, you know, I want to be with one person. Or like, yeah, he was like, always running around being was, a dipshit. Yeah, so like, it seems like <laughs> around me is in the same spot where they just want that like that connection and it seems like it seems like there's like a, like a part of my generation that like really is like more into that and like you know like the misunderstood like you know what i'm saying and like it's interesting to see because like i can see both sides like yeah trust me there's something crazy about being able to do whatever the fuck you want and like having like can be completely like you know just whatever like no commitment to anybody that's great but like sometimes like I feel like people can really feel that, like, you know, that genuine love, like, connection and, like, just having a connect with someone, like, makes you just feel this different type of way. Yeah, yeah. And, like, your whole, like, you know, like, supporting whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether you make music, art, or, like, any type of thing, yeah. or just working in general, trying to get to something, having that support behind you, it's nothing like it. Yeah, man. No, you're absolutely right. It's crazy. Hell, yeah. Well, shit, man. I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, I always <laughs> like doing interviews with you. I always like talking about the life things that we talk about uh, and sharing that with people. I, I love sharing our relationship um, because I I believe seeing stuff like this would have helped me understand that we could have a relationship like this. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's 
it's really cool uh, to have this relationship with you. Um, you know, the, the fact that like, you don't think I'm a nerdy dude. Like you make me cry all the time by telling me how great I am. Like the other day when I was in it and you were like, man, you are so good at what you do. Like I'm sitting there on the toilet fucking crying <laughs> and you're yelling through the room and I'm like, I love you. Um, so, you know, dude, I always love talking to you, man. I'm so glad that you're here and you're a part of Zen's life. And like, you know, uh, Donna's not a trashy piece of shit, so you accept her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, a, it's, it's nice to have a family that looks different than I thought my family would ever look like. Yeah, what feels better than what you would have thought your ideal would have been. Yeah, you know yeah like, cool. yeah, it's weird. Like, we, we all, all four of us hung out on me and Donna's anniversary and like that was cool you know like we went bowling and arcade and it was just it's a lot of fun so yeah man I love you dude I'm glad no, I love you it's unorthodox but that doesn't mean it's not good like absolutely I'm just happy to be able to be here like you know be able to be a part of like what you're growing and like being able to see what you're doing and yeah. like take that knowledge in because like you've always been my crazy dad that just says random shit and shit that I may not understand <laughs> But, like, as I've gotten older, I've been, like, you know, especially living here now, like, these last couple months, like, shit just has been hitting different. And, like, you know, I always knew you, like, you know, because everybody like, that. your dad's so wise. And I'd look at it like, yeah, he's he's wise, you know. He, he's a wise, <laughs> sure, he's a wise <laughs> But, like, no, like, really, though, like, I will say, like, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you tap in, and, like, you hit different spots that, like, I didn't know that were possible. So, like you know whether it's just because i really need it right now and like you know i'm really open to it but like you you do an amazing job at what you do i can see it working for like everybody around so like it's cool to be able to like feel that firsthand and not just tell you oh you're doing great just because i see you doing it no i feel that shit you know what i'm saying so like and it's cool to like see you feel it see you learn from it see you grow from it and then when you give me feedback like that i know it's real i know it's valuable i know you're not just telling me something to be nice and i feel it you yeah. know so yeah it's true fuck everyone thank you for joining thank you for uh sharing tender moments between me and my child <laughs> uh chad always love talking to you man thanks for showing up uh and, yeah so uh, Jaden is jtl jado on all music platforms spotify apple music uh soundcloud youtube, YouTube. Instagram. Um, Instagram is jtl.jado. JTL Jado is J A I D O. Um, and uh, JTL Jado <laughs> and uh, a couple of his colleagues are going to be performing at Rad Inc. this Friday, September 2nd. Um, music's going to start between 3 and 5 and end around 8 or 10. Uh, going to be doing free love tattoos. <laughs> all day long uh there's a few tattoos on a flash sheet that are all love based some self-love based um but yeah it's all all based on the rap movement stuff all just loving yourself loving each other uh and when we give you this tattoo we're going to charge you with going and paying it forward so uh the plan is to change the world through the art of tattooing right and uh, i found a beautiful way to do that um by charging people to pay it forward. And at some point in time, uh, hopefully the next event we do will be a worldwide free love tattoo day um, that we could turn into a yearly thing and actually change the fucking world. Uh, with um, awesome. If you're in Florida, come do that. Come get a tattoo. Come watch these fools. Jaden has three events this weekend. Yes. Not just one. So go over to his Instagram to find out all about the other two. Yes, he's opening for uh, rapper Bev Believe, who has done work with Kevin Gates and Shaq. So that's like a huge thing. Um, and then uh, that's on Saturday night. And then Sunday night, uh, he's going to be at Grumpy's Underground headlining a show uh, with a bunch of other folks that are going to be in town. So um yeah there's lots going on this weekend in the life of Jaden JTL Jado 
myself, I'm going to be at two of the events. Saturday, we're going to be in Inverness, Florida. Um, I'm going to be a celebrity judge for a sidewalk jockey event. Um, and that's when Jaden's going to be doing the uh, show with Bez Believe, which is going to be really killer. Uh, so, yeah, if you have any interest, hit them up. Hit me up. Come to the shop. Um, if you have questions about the show at the shop, the flyer is very self-explanatory. And uh, hope to see everyone there at all the places doing other things. I'll be there on Friday after I get off of work. All right, cool, man. We'll see you there. All yeah. right, well, Chad, we love you, brother. Uh, talk to you soon. Everyone, we're rad, and so are you. Fucking love y'all. Thanks for tuning in every, every Monday on TattooNow.com. All right, no, ReinventingTheTattoo.com. Sorry. Um, uh, <clears throat> they're they're intertwined. Uh, we do Let's Talk About Feelings with me and my new co-host, Dusty Pitstick, will be on board uh, from this week moving forward or next week moving forward. So, yeah. Uh, much love, all the good things. And oh, last thing, tomorrow is the first day of the Rad Academy powered by the Magical Motherfucker Method. If you want to get in on that, I am still accepting enrollments uh, up until we start the class at 6 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. So uh, if you want to change your life and become the most magical motherfucker you've ever been by healing old traumas and removing mental roadblocks, discovering the gifts that you have and unleashing them, on, them onto the world, hit me up. Let's do this. Much love. Have a great day. Have a great night. See you next week. Peace out.